0: to Expounded Universe, Season 17, Episode 7, Two Chapters of Side Business, the book Star Wars Coruscant Nights 2, Streets of Shadows by Michael Reeves, New York Times bestselling author of Star Wars Jedi Twilight, I'm reading this off the book, (laughs) here, I don't remember, it was 2008 or 6, and uh, with your host Jeff and John, let's go! Hey everybody, welcome back to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars Expanded Universe novel discussion podcast, where I, your host Jeff, am here to take you on a tour of all things Star Wars side media. Joining me, as always, your illustrious host, John. And I'm here to derail the tour. <laughs> Please, I'm the one who does all the derailing around here. <laughs> Please, I'm driving and derailing. What well, with my special, special brain? look
1: with your special brain
0: (laughs) uh we're gonna finally take over the world (laughs) how are you i'm good yeah 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 good to hear we went to a uh yesterday you and i went to a cidery meadery yep it was a cidery and a meadery in the same building yeah just two different companies that were, share like a bar. Yeah, interesting... they were like, we'll go in
1: on one tasting room.
0: Yeah, they have like one tasting room shared between the two of them, and also there's a a little place in there called Dank Ass Vegan Food, uh, which that no, it's actually the name of it. Uh, which I I ordered vegan wings, and it turned out that they weren't even like fake meat or nothing. They were just like cauliflower. Yeah, they just it's just <laughs> cauliflower
1: just... with some Cajun spices. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I was surprised. I was expecting something that was vaguely wing in shape. Yeah, you know, so as to fool the mind. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you're if you're doing a vegan like food place yeah. and you say, Hey, these are our vegan wings, yeah, then yeah, that should probably be some sort of fake chicken meat thing. Right? Otherwise just call it fucking fried cauliflower Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if all you're gonna
0: do is give me cauliflower with Cajun spices on it, just be like, yo, it's Cajun cauliflower, fucking eat it. Don't stop me it won't stop me from eating it. I just was expecting something very different. Yeah. Actually, it would probably stop me from eating it. I'm not a huge fan of. Ca- I mean, I had a bunch oh, of it, I am. it. It tastes like Cajun, so I was okay with it. But I'm not a huge cauliflower guy.
1: I love cauliflower. Cauliflower is great.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Broccoli, great. More for you. Yeah, you like all cauliflower. Them- great. You're really into all them brassicas. <laughs> yep. Asparagus. It's pretty good. Yeah. See, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. So, but it was good though. This this cidery meadery place. We had a lot of good ciders and or meads. Yeah. I and mean, one really bad one. <laughs> not their fault.
1: Now, the, the cider's a little dry on the dry side for me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh,
1: But still, good flavor on them. The mead... Uh, a mixed bag. Definitely trended towards the
0: honey-forward flavoring. Uh, Yeah, which I think... I, I guess if you're really looking for mead, you probably want honey-forward, because otherwise why you why not just get a beer yeah, or why, a cider why, why are you seeking out mead uh but the one of the three of them that I tried one of them was like designed to taste like a mound's bar and it oh boy it tasted like if you uh just went to to Starbucks and said give me everything you got but coffee
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> the first time I went there cuz I checked it out before we went there mm-hmm. and I got that one and was like oh this is a syrup yes This is not a drink. You do not drink this. No,
0: like I was saying, uh, on tasting it, I was like, okay, that is unpalatable to the mouth, and it's not their fault. I mean, the flavor, the the flavors are just way too sweet and strong. It's like drinking chocolate thick. It's like drinking honey chocolate flavored Dymatap. But that said, I could think of something to do with it, which is if you flipped a cake over, poked a bunch of holes in it, and soaked it in that mead, that'd be delicious. Yeah.
1: No, if you use that on something i'm like yeah sure fine that's
0: great yeah but that pineapple mead, though holy cow
1: oh yeah they got a couple good flavors where they cut the sweetness a little bit with some uh citrus
0: yeah pineapple You still
1: get that honey note
0: yeah you get a little honey but also pineapple and brown sugar and cinnamon warming it up Mm -hmm. that was fantastic i have a growler of that in the fridge right now and i have a stein so i can finally create a stein of mead there you are now i need a shank of animal
1: oh no poor animal he plays the drums
0: <laughs> well he used to until i shanked him <laughs> uh, so uh anyway we actually do have some star wars to talk about so uh, our fun trip report to the land of strawberry pepper flavored ciders aside mm-hmm. that one was good but weird oh yeah that guava cider that was the uh that was the take it home and drink it that's the one you take home to mama
1: <laughs> yeah they do have there was a peppery mead that we didn't try. Oh, okay. That I was like, I didn't try it, but mm-hmm. last time I was there, the person who had it was like, it's like having your steak and your dessert at the same time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fair. But yeah, that guava mead, man. I that I wish I had picked up a growler of that, too. So, no, guava mead. Guava cider. Guava cider, pineapple mead. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh. So anyway, Den Durr is wandering around a big market, having lots of... Thoughts about ideas. Thoughts about what markets are like. It's called like the, the plow to call. Yeah, the plow. To, the plow to call. It's spelled like yeah, pluff or something. And p-o- it's p-o- plow. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just regular old plow, isn't it? Because there's two ways to spell plow. Yes. This one's spelled there's like, like plow the fields, and then there's like plow your mom. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're spelled different.
1: Because <laughs> uh. my
0: mom ain't to be farmed. <laughs>
1: Except it's for her rare a, drops. Got a little bracelet that says, do not farm. <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, because you can spell it with the P L O U G H. Like, if you're spelling yeah. plowman's breakfast or something. Yeah. Uh, but that's the way this one's spelled. So it looks like it's plow-to-call. Yeah. But I, who knows how that's actually pronounced, because O-U-G-H can be pronounced like anything.
1: Yeah, pluff to call Yeah, that
0: could easily be pluff to call or plow-to-call. <laughs> uh... Uh, or or, or plutical, I think, because of slough the uh, the the wetland. Sure, why not? Yeah, let's call it plutical. It's
1: plutical. Uh, but yeah. I kept doing to call on it because I guess I have Star Trek in my mind. <laughs> ah, yes, plow to call my favorite
0: Vulcan. <laughs> I must plow to call. <laughs> uh, uh. But it isn't even pawn far, you devil.
1: Oh my!
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh he's in a big market and. This book's got a lot of uh, uh, examples. It does a lot of Star Trek style, two two things you know about and one you don't examples. Mm. And it also does a lot of um, hyperbole. So the market it starts with this whole thing about how the market might be the biggest market in Coruscant. It's hard to say because it's an indefined border state. It's so big that it takes you an hour to walk to the middle of it. And that's if it's not crowded, and it's constantly changing what stores are in there, and they're always moving around to evade the popo. Oh, yeah,
1: because the whole deal with the market is it's like, oh, you can find anything there. It's yes. the super black market. Anything you want is there, but if you want something, like, kind of illegal or weird, then most of the time those places don't even have, like signs, they're not listed, they don't have a storefront, you just have to know where you're going.
0: I did like the the very brief reference to something that would pass as the internet in Star Wars. As he as he mentioned, in his own mind, he's got a little running monologue about what it's like in there, because Durs alone, and he's like, yeah, there are certain places you can't even find on the net here, you just have to know a guy who knows a guy, and they tell you where it is.
1: Yeah, you just have to ask someone and be like, yo, where is the store that sells bombs and they're like oh that's that's at bombs and stuff it's just down there
0: that's an okay one why do you ask you don't need that i just need directions i'm lost this is like you just came to your drug dealer to get some like advil what are you doing buddy you're you
1: come up to a drug dealer and you're like yo do you know where the
0: cvs is <laughs> that'd be great find some dude leaning on the corner to be like what's up my dude you got any robitussin <laughs> my man i have a headache <laughs> i got high blood pressure though i'm gonna warn you i need Coricidin hbp I can't have aspirin, so that's how. I'm allergic to acetaminophen. What can you do? You got some naproxen sodium up ins <laughs> Well, I'm complaining right now because it feels like you don't sell drugs to the community. <laughs> Did Black Dynamite get to you? Quit Black Dynamite. <laughs> I sell drugs to the community. Anyway, he's got a. Uh, his goal is to find lightsaber parts because well, yeah. at the last time we saw him, and it has been a while, like two or three episodes now. Uh, he had volunteered for no reason to go put together a lightsaber for Jax.
1: Yeah, for some reason, like the fact that Reinan couldn't find the parts just made him go, well, fuck you, I'll do it. And yes. he was
0: even in his own head just going, oh, God, why? Why did I volunteer for that? Like some kid watching himself in slow motion as he raises his hand to remind the teacher.
1: Yeah, <laughs> real bad.
0: But here he is. Yeah.
1: And, you know, he hates this market because if we've already learned of Dender. He hates, like, crowded, noisy places, yes. and this is the most crowded, noisy place you can find.
0: And if there's another thing we've learned about Den Duritz, that he did time as an embedded journalist on Drongar, so he, he goes ahead and mentions that again here. And that, this is even worse. <laughs> yes, everything is worse than Drongar. Drongar must have been great. Oh, yeah.
1: Just sipping cocktails, <laughs> hanging out in the sun. <laughs> And if there's a third thing we know about Dender, it's...
0: (laughs) I would love to learn that he speaks unaccented basic and we're just being assholes. (laughs) Uh, I mean,
1: it's probable that we're being assholes. That's sort of our deal. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, but he strapes them through the market. There's a couple mentions of different things you can purchase of the uh, various stalls and exotic wares they mentioned. My favorites were the two types of food. Oh yeah, Gungan Boya Base and Wookiee Luau. Hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, I gotta know what Wookiee Luau looks like. <laughs> Like, I feel I feel lied to about Wookiee Luau, because I'll tell you one thing about any. if I know anything about Luau's is it's that you bury an animal to cook it in the ground. You make that 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 uh, pig that that uh, I forget the, the that sp- long pork. Uh, that's yeah, exactly. You make long pig. <laughs> But yeah, no, there's like a really great way to like bury a pig and cook it up all sweet. And yeah, delicious. there's a great way to bury a pig. Mm-hmm. It's in the ground. Yes. But Wookiees don't live on the ground. They're they're far away from it. And they consider it a sacred sacred place they're not supposed to go to. Are they burying these pigs in trees? Yes. That's very dangerous to those trees. To light a big fire in the middle of your tree and be like, this is fine. Eh. I need to cook this, this uh, I don't know, probably furry pig. That's fine. Yeah, because I'm guessing, I'm gu- you know, everything must be furry on the planet that Wookiees are from. So, probably some kind of furry pig. Yeah. With, like...
1: (laughs) Gotta get that fur pig. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I don't. Please do go on.
1: Well, you see, on (laughs) Kashyyyk.
0: I just... I can't stop picturing Wookiee Luau. It's the thing I want to know more about than everything else. I'm
1: like, I don't give a shit about Gungan Bully Bays.
0: I don't want Bully Bays anyway. No, that's just fucking soup. And If there's anything I'd expect Gungans to do, it's produce some swamp-ass soup. Hell yeah. Just some nasty shit with, like live animals still all up in it and they're just like they're just like okie day here it is didn't cook it or nothing still a diaper in it <laughs> that's part of it you gotta have it <laughs> and again i'm tarring all the the uh, the gungans with a jar jar shaped brush yes when even the other gungans fucking hate his dumb ass you know they'd, they'd probably be like here is Boya boyabase it is perfectly rational and fine please do not jar jar our species <laughs>
1: please please don't <laughs> Which is sad, given that the galaxy at large is probably like, yeah, Gungans are all Jar Jar, because it's the only one we've ever seen, because he
0: was in the Senate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he was the representative from Naboo. You chose to send him. No, the humans from Naboo elected him. They elected him as a joke. Joke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure that the whole thing with with the Naboo Senate is that it's like an appointed position, and whoever's the queen of Naboo or whatever is also the senator. Yeah. So maybe she nominated him because she was like, ah, I don't like anyone else from my planet. My <laughs> <planet's>, planet sucks. <laughs> everyone on my planet is an asshole. I'm just gonna let Jar Jar do it. Look, I'm very busy having a crush on Anakin. <laughs> don't make me think.
1: <laughs> Look, everyone on this planet is either a Sith guy or creepily in love with me. So,
0: <laughs> Typho, while standing behind her, like, ma'am, may I remind you that he has fallen down seven times today. <laughs> just out of nowhere just walking along and he falls down sometimes he trips over his ears do you, do you uh you want you want to do his this ears
1: aren't even long enough to trip over i it's, don't know how he it's does the it.
0: weirdest thing could you please not make him a senator and she's like yeah yeah right right i'm writing down mrs padme so or uh skywalker over and over again
1: <laughs> <laughs> i am an angel
0: <laughs> anyway uh he's wandering through checking out that gungan Boya base and that Wookiee luau and uh reciting all the stuff we've already said you, it's hard to get through this black market but he does have a bag full of about half of the lightsaber components
1: yeah he's at this point he's like all right given the stuff that Ryan found and the stuff that i've found basically at this point like Jax could make a lightsaber it just wouldn't work because of course nobody has
0: a cec a compressed compressed energy energy. crystal yep no no one's got a a compressed energy crystal no one's been out to the woods recently to charge one up for him nope and it's a real problem well i mean it's it's the middle of november it's
1: coruscant so (laughs) you gotta find woods to do it and that's hard yeah (laughs) and so am i and let's find some woods
0: (laughs) plus it's space november and everyone on on coruscant observes uh So he's got, it's interesting, he describes it as having the functional tools to build a non-working lightsaber, the, the stuff to make a basic-ass non-working lightsaber that I guess you could throw. And he's like, but I don't have the, the other half of the stuff, which is the parts I would need to make the lightsaber pretty. Lol. Like, he wants a bunch of filigree bits and jib-jabs and... Oh, yeah, like, if you just wanted a very
1: stripped-down, mm-hmm. this is a tube where light comes out of it, sure. But if you want your nice little, it's got, like... All the little knobs and whistles and stuff, so mm-hmm. you know whose lightsaber it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you can tell it's not just like six D-volt batteries taped together in a cylinder of cardboard. Yeah. Now, you got a bunch of extra uh, Jim Jams on there. and the You little, gotta like,
1: be able to go like, oh, well, this one's very clearly uh, Anakin's lightsaber, and this one is clearly... Uh, Darth Vader's because you can tell from the things on it.
0: I know, and it kills me to know that I can tell all those lightsabers apart. Like, I, I know. I know Obi Wan's for mannequins off the top of my head.
1: I don't, and I'm <laughs> glad.
0: The only one I can tell you is dooku's because it's it's all curved yeah he's got a curved one although that means it's the same type of lightsaber as asaj ventress's so i can can tell those apart Yeah, but she has two of them yeah the other one that's really easy to tell of course is Maul's because it's two lightsabers uh, taped together in the middle yeah that one's really that that's straightforward and then rays because rays is yellow it's the only yellow one i've seen and also she turns it on with like a rotatey twist like you're turning on a mag light as opposed to the flick on and off thing that everyone else has
1: oh so she's got a a good one instead of the little flip switch
0: yes yeah, you think that a rotating thing that is not right by your hands would be a smart place? So you wouldn't accidentally turn it off mid-fight. Yeah, but there you go. So, uh, so anyway, he's got the parts, but not the good parts, and he's starting to get frustrated and be like, "All right, no one's got a damn compressed energy crystal." And then he sees like a store that might have it or something.
1: Well, he's what he sees is oh, a store right. that has fake police badges just on display for sale.
0: Yeah, just just uh, fake IDs that are fake police badges. And run by an old Toydarian dude. Yeah. Who comes out, and he's like, Ah, police mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> all cops are bastards. <laughs> I can't do that voice anymore. It makes me cough. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he, he's just like ah, look it—it's a it, it, Solistad. I have I have a badge with this Solistad Looks just the same, uh, just like you, huh? Yeah, perfect. Only money, um, and of course,
1: Dender's like no. His skin is a different color, and his ears are a little smaller, and you know, no one's gonna know that. But other solistins, <laughs> yeah,
0: he gets about halfway through it when he goes like his little spiel about how everyone thinks they look the same. When he's like, hold on, everyone thinks we look the same. I'll get out my wallet for this four-credit transaction.
1: Yep. Four credits. Four. For a fake, and from Dender's perspective, who is, like, a journalist and knows about things, he's like, oh, this is actually a really credible
0: yeah. fake ID. I guess that just doesn't matter. That It's super easy. Barely an inconvenience to get a yeah. fake police ID.
1: Because I guess they're just like, why would you
0: want someone to think you're the police? you're probably going to get shot if you do that yeah that seems like it should be more expensive than a band that's 125th the cost of a band and and tickets off planet for that band yes so that's i mean that's that's cheap as dirt like in his case i'm like i'd be like oh i definitely need to buy all these police badges because i'm going to flip them for their correct price obviously this toy darian has gone full senile
1: oh yeah (laughs) like even if it was a novelty. Yeah. hollow badge that like very a a kid clearly kid. yeah we're not supposed to pass i'd still be like come on ask at
0: least like five or six
1: come on yeah what are you man. doing
0: for four i expect something that's the wrong color and says you're a member of mr police <laughs> my favorite band I, I gave you all the clues <laughs> <laughs> uh Uh, but so uh he's just like ah i have an idea but do we get to find out what his idea is that obviously is just impersonating a cop so that he can he can liberate a cec from somewhere no we don't
1: no we have no idea he just buys it and then we cut to the other part of this chapter where typho has gone to the big administration building for the empire
0: yeah but on his way there he passes a lot of other buildings and boy oh boy does he have thoughts Oh, well,
1: he's just like, ah, yes, here in Coruscant, every company wants to have their headquarters here. But also, they want their headquarters to be the most spectacular looking. So, like, the Repulsor Lift company has their entire, like, headquarters Floating five meters off the ground.
0: Yes, you can walk underneath it and marvel safely at how well it repulses and stays in exactly one spot. now was of a course
1: machine- you can't get into the headquarters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, presumably you just repulsor lift up there with one of their handy repulsor belts or whatever, or whatever. Or maybe the whole thing has to land every time someone wants to go in. <laughs> 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 ah, shoot! I'm all the way in the middle of it. oh damn it! That's no, okay. There's a hole in the middle that's roughly person-sized. That's how you get in. Uh, Same. (laughs) (laughs) There's also what the Maboro machine company that has like five towers that are constantly rotating around each other in a hover display. Yeah. And another tower entirely made of water and force fields to keep the water in place.
1: Yeah, it's just a giant force field contained water tower that is there specifically for aquatic species to be able to be like, oh, I can chill here and not have to wear, like, giant breathing apparatuses. Yeah. And then also people who aren't aquatic who are like, ooh, I just want to swim around because they've got a whole bunch of, like,
0: fish and whatever in here. Yeah, it's like a museum of aquatic wildlife, but also office buildings for, like, water people. <laughs> so it's it's a great mix of the two ideas. And there's a few other buildings they mention here and there. It's just, like, gorgeous bizarre towers designed to showcase random things and make everyone look amazing. But he's not going to any one of those because Typho is a man on a mission, you see. What's that mission? Why, he needs to discover... <laughs> he rolls through his whole story again. I I think the author's just like, well, it's been, I don't know, t- 30 pages. I better do, better do the whole fucking story. Better let everyone know what Typho's about again. <laughs> he Anyway, he is heading to the administration building, as John mentioned earlier.
1: And it's, it's not like a huge ostentatious thing because it was just a bunch of offices that were there and then as soon as palpatine was like "Ooh, i gotta get like my weird bullshit somewhere he bought a bunch of very plain very normal looking office buildings then gutted them and put a whole bunch of evil empire shit in there Mm -hmm. but didn't change the outside so everyone would just be like Oh yeah, it's just some office building.
0: Yes, but it's apparently the largest bureaucracy in the galaxy. Is this single set of buildings where every every single type of bureaucrat that involves itself in the empire is constantly working? Uh, Typho mentions that that uh, as a security guard and bodyguard for the the queen of uh, of Naboo, obviously he was also a bureaucrat, and therefore he is comfortable here. Obviously, uh, just like just like he's a detective. I'm a detective. I can use a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm a
1: baritone if you need that. Perfect pitch. Uh, But this is also, like, the most important bureaucracy, so it has, like, redundant life support systems, and it's supposed to be, like, oh, "Oh, if the entire empire goes into chaos, everything will still be running here.
0: (laughs) Why don't they just make the empire out of this, then? (laughs) Hey! Hey! Take my wife, please! Please! to the hospital she's in pain <laughs> and she's in the wrong part of the empire she should have been in these inst- indestructible super buildings why didn't they just make the death star out of uh, office buildings
1: they should have
0: <laughs> no bothans would have to die to get the information it'd be really obvious yeah they just, just have like, to stand in a very long boring line that's no moon that's a giant conglomeration of boring office buildings uh, i well, hope let not go there i hope there's a mediocre deli in there
1: one sandwich place always packed, but absolute trash.
0: <laughs> Weirdly open on Sundays. <laughs> they do a lot of business with those uh, those Dippin' Dots ice creams. They have a whole chest freezer full of those. Ah, I don't. No one wants them. No one has ever ordered it. <laughs> uh, the soup of the day has been broccoli cheese since nineteen eighty eight. But, but I think I might get it today. But today's the day. Today's the day. <laughs> Okay, so he's but yeah, we get this stupid description of him being like, "Yes, obviously I'm also a bureaucrat. Therefore, I can slip into this crowd perfectly. No one will notice the obvious super bodyguard man with a lightsaber and an eye patch."
1: Well, oh, wait. he left the lightsaber specifically behind cuz he was like, "Oh, I don't want to show up with one of these cuz then I'll get fucking arrested or killed."
0: Yeah. Uh he goes through all of the necessary steps to get to his particular bureaucrat and it turns out to be a, uh, a a new species to me. I don't know if they have a whole story to Janet. The Janet. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 don't, I think his name was Lost. Damn it. Janet. <laughs> I love you. Uh, Janet are described as smallish with rodent-like physiques. Uh, they never play the cello. Or, or they they uh, never play the cello. And they never deign to speak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I mean,
0: he's very... Mousy, because he's, he's got whiskers and everything. He's, yeah, he's got white fur, whiskers, and a mouse face, which to me means he might be Teak the Flash Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance they're the same no, species? Because yeah. he's
1: a rat, not a rabbit.
0: Well, yeah, but rabbit. Te- I mean, let's be let's be realistic. Teak wasn't all that much of a rabbit. <laughs> he's a... He's no Jackson T, t- Tumpiraki. That's the rabbitiest guy in Star Wars. God uh, damn it! <laughs> this guy might be the second rabbitiest if Jenets are what I think they are. I don't think he's he's that though because. Yeah uh Jen, it wouldn't make any sense cuz this guy's got like a low rumbly voice where teak was kind of like nah, blah, 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 like he was the cheat or some shit yeah uh so but anyway he's a little he's a little flash rabbit uh in my own mind and probably just there yep pretty much i in my head i've got basically a very big secret of nim rat <laughs> Some Raxo looking mother duck <laughs>
1: Just big rat in a robe like yes, come here.
0: Oh well, you know, there is a big rat in a robe in Star Wars from this holiday special that there was that big rat that B. Yeah. Arthur was singing to. So maybe he's one of those. Maybe. <laughs> that thing was making horrible noises though. Remember, it was called like honk when she like tried to pet it. Ah, uh, honk. <laughs> that was its name. <laughs> also, yes. But this one's name is Losh. Yes. And this is, he's mostly just exists as an excuse for Typho to demonstrate his bureaucratic super values. He's like, hey, you know, I'm one of the very few people in the galaxy that knows what the fuck you are and how to talk to you. Yes, which is weird because apparently they're quite popular as imperial bureaucrats. So you'd think the word would have gotten out. But this guy, the, the trick to Janet's, haha, you have to insult them instead of be nice to them. That's how you're polite. Yeah, it's an insult if
1: you were to, like, say something nice to them. But an insult is how you keep things. I don't know, pleasant. I guess. Yeah,
0: they're opposite day species, and if you know about that, then you're a cool bureaucrat who deserves P- Amidala's phone number. <laughs> 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 uh, so you know, he meets this this Losh dude, and Losh is like, "Yes, I've seen your Hollows. You are from Naboo, a backwater, water infested shit pipe." And and uh, he's like, "Well, that's nothing like your planet, which I think is called Garb." De- garban gar-man-arnar. yeah garmanarnar he's like which is obviously a turd with a poop in the middle of it like a turd turd uh, duck the duck uh just just poop all the way down he's like oh you know my species Ah, oh, good normally i do this and people leave in a huff yeah they just get mad at me right away i feel like if you were an imperial bureaucrat you'd have to lose that one like you're super strong your own species customs yeah or the emperor would pretty much get mad at you pretty quickly <laughs> do Do human stuff that's what gets me hard (laughs) i love human stuff i'm so into humans oh it drives me nuts how into humans i got a fetish for humans (laughs) in this galaxy that's a real fetish (laughs) real weird one too means i'll pass on a zeltron well most zeltrons well tron not not the really old ones i got a thing (laughs) give me them pink and wrinklies you know what i'm saying (laughs) Ooh, give me a zeltron that looks like grandma's coin purse <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> zoinks Hey, the emperor's alive during this book i get I, we get to get our piece <laughs> we haven't seen him at all but I, still
1: nah but yes he's like all right so i've established you know friendly correct relations with this rat man Mm-hmm.
0: and i'm the hat man
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up Lou
0: Bega. ever since i learned that that exists i've been obsessed with it i was just telling john about this the other day i discovered that there is john you know you're of course familiar with the old Scatman john song uh, i'm the scat man yes well Lou Bega made a made, uh, made his own song the mambo number no. five guy for those who are uninitiated with the late 90s um he made his his own song where he took the Scatman John, I'm the Scatman song, Scatman John having died quite a long time ago now, uh, and, and added, made him forced himself into it as a duet where every time Scatman John says, I'm the Scatman, it cuts back to Lou Bega saying, and I'm the hat man. <laughs> That's my whole thing. I have a hat. <laughs> that's what people associate me with. He should have said I'm the Mambo Number 5 man. I mean, I'm the Mambo Number 5 guy. <laughs> that's what you know me as. Yes, I have other music. It's all exactly the same as Mambo Number 5. All of it is about how I'm good with the ladies. Except literally, this one except where this I got a one, hat. Where I just no, it's still about how he's good with the ladies. ladies he just love inter- my hat. Yeah, he literally is like, and I'm the hat man. All around the world, ladies love my shit. It's like that kind of thing. Ah. <laughs> uh, All right, so, uh, where the fuck were we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Losh the the Janet. Yes. Uh, After a shitload of back and forth about how, you know, oh, I appreciate your species. Let's do insults back and forth, blah, blah, blah. He's finally like, look, I need information. Uh, and, And Janet's like, oh, let me guess. And he tries to guess all the information he might need.
1: He's like, well, you're some official from Naboo, so let's assume you're chasing after someone who fled Naboo.
0: And he's like, eh, no. No. So you're looking for someone who was arrested on Naboo and is here to evade indictment. No, no. No, I want information about a Jedi. And he's like, screech mouse noises. How dare you? Yeah, you know all the Jedi were officially killed by the Emperor. Everyone knows that. That's official history, and it's against the rules to say otherwise. Yeah, I'll get in trouble. You'll get in trouble. That said, I do have this handy spreadsheet with a list of every Jedi that ever was and their current status. Oh, yeah. It's,
1: it's interesting because they're like, oh, yeah, this is just public knowledge. The sheet of how
0: Jedi's died mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was including like, a whole bunch that are like at large, which you'd think that those ones would have been removed from the list. Yeah, because there's
1: a ton on there that are like presumed dead or still alive or
0: one that's even Jax Pavan on the list is like. Alive, assumed on Coruscant. Probably fine. Definitely palling around with another Jedi. And notably, since Typho has heard of Jax Pavan, thanks to his Aura Singh encounter earlier in the book, he's like, oh, look at that. There's Jax Pavan. He is alive and somewhere on the planet. Aura Singh's on the right track. Anyway, he didn't kill Amidala, though, so he's not my problem. Oh, and he also still doesn't think that Anakin killed Amidala. He thinks Anakin died to whatever killed Amidala.
1: Well, at this point, he's looking up Anakin to be like, all right, what happened? The official story, though, is just died on Mustafar, and unlike most of the other Jedi who are very confirmed dead it doesn't have a how did they die yes it just says that he was dead and he was like that's weird because if it was like the empire's agents they would say yeah this guy got shot or he fell in lava or whatever it was a
0: surprisingly honest list for the empire yeah i keep thinking that every time you're like well if they if they had killed him they'd say they killed him and i'm like i feel like if they hadn't killed him they'd say they killed him ah. Well, given that this is, I guess, the true list, it's weird that this one random rat dude and this giant liling that you can get to on your first meeting, like, you don't even have to work your way to this guy. You just can walk right up to his office and he's like, hey, I hate, I fucking hate your house. What, How you doing? What do you need? Hey, you look like a clown. What's up? <laughs> That's a great hat.
1: <laughs> For a clown to wear. Oh, to no. For the circus. No.
0: Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. It's just funny to me that he, with even a little bit of greasing his wheels by being like, you're a dumb piece of shit, rat. And he's like, oh, hey, you said the right magic words. Here's a list of every Jedi that ever was and their current status.
1: And at that point, he's like, all right, so there's, this is weird, and it means one of two things. Either uh, Anakin is alive, is the one that killed Padme, and has fucked off, but then if that was true, then... It would be weird that the Empire didn't like have a
0: manhunt for him, yeah. and say that he was dead, yeah. And his whole thing where he was like, "Well, Anakin, maybe he just fucking fell into lava." I mean, Mustafar's I a lava.
1: motherfuckers fall in lava all the time. Mustafar's a
0: lava planet, so maybe he just fell in lava. And then he, you know, obviously has to wax rhapsodic about how that doesn't make any sense. Anakin was the best Jedi there ever was.
1: Yeah, he's like, I know Anakin was super powerful, and so. He probably didn't just fall on his face into lava for no reason. Mm -hmm. But the person who killed Padme, she was killed with what was probably the force or sadness. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, all right. I assume it was either that he did it and fled, though the record would be weird with that, or. He didn't do it, but got killed by someone. And the reason they don't have how he was killed is because it
0: was a Sith that did it. Yeah, that was great. He was like, well, he was a really good Jedi. Only a big, powerful Sith could get him. And I'm like, I feel like a lot of stuff like you have you're living in a time where a bunch of stormtroopers killed every Jedi in the world. Just a bunch of dumb clones of Django Fett took out every cl- every Jedi there was. And you're like, who could kill a Jedi? No one, I think. Well, Uh, even though I live on the cusp of the greatest Jedi slaughter in history, this is Anakin we're talking about. He's a big time Jedi. (laughs) As far as he knows, dudes like fucking Yoda and Mace Windu got iced by random clones. And yet he's still like, Anakin couldn't die that way. It would take a pretty big Sith, I tell you. And
1: even when he gets to that and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's why it wouldn't be in there, because, you know. The Emperor's a Sith guy, and he could have done it, but he wouldn't have. Is that public knowledge? That the Emperor's Emperor's
0: a Sith? I thought that was not public knowledge.
1: I guess. At this point, it might be. Yeah. He's like, oh, the Emperor could have done it, but he was still fucking around, like, pretending to be a good senator at that point. Yeah. But it would have to be some other one. And he spends a good page and a half talking about, well, they say there's only two, but there's probably more. And not saying the words Darth Vader.
0: Uh yes, yeah, never no point does he say Darth Vader even though Darth Vader is definitely public knowledge.
1: Yeah. Darth Vader is a public figure that people are terrified of and everyone knows is a, an ultra badass and the fact that he didn't just immediately go Oh, you know, it would make a lot of sense if it was Darth Vader who did it, because that guy seems like the only
0: badass that would be able to do it. I really would like the idea that he convinces himself that that Darth Vader killed Anakin, and then later in the book he runs into Obi-Wan, he's like, let me tell you something, Darth Vader killed Anakin, and, and Dar- Obi-Wan's just like, yeah, that's great. Oh, that's but a great story. That said, I could use that story you know, in the from future. from
1: your certain point of view.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to meet a gullible kid to tell that to oh i hope they're related <laughs> oh that would be so awkward so deliciously mean <laughs> Ooh, the drama i can't wait i'm such a I'm, catty bitch I'm addicted to it
1: <laughs> but yeah the end of this chapter is typho just being like yeah some kind of sith guy i should find out where a sith is not mentioning darth vader and then being like and the reason i'm doing this in case you forgot i'm in love
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. If you were really in love, then during the autopsy of Alma Dolly, you got to be present at, you'd pay attention when they pointed out that she had just birthed twins. <laughs> They're just like, oh, man, look at her. Okay, well, did she die from the massive vaginal trauma she appears to have suffered in the past uh, five minutes before she died? No, it's far more likely that she gave birth to twins. <laughs> and then died of sad. <laughs> and then died immediately after. Because that, that, he never mentions that either. He's never like, where's her kids? Oh, I should probably find them. but anyway we cut now to everyone's favorite character in the beginning of part two of the book by the way not just uh chapter 14 or whatever we're at but also part two that's right uh aura singh and she's going to a bar she is going to quarks (laughs) she's going to quarkix bar quark yeah it's Quarkix. uh and it's it's one of them ultra seedy bars where lots of security but weapons are fine in there and And it's, you know, it's supposed to be like a bar for badasses. So we get a lot of that. And I love that the way you get there is you fall in a hole in the street and then repulsor lifts guide you down. And while you're falling down, like security scans happen to see if you have like contraband beyond weapons that you are allowed to have. Well, it's just like, oh, we do a security check to see if, oh, are you someone that's going to fuck this place up?
1: Are you wanted? Uh, And if not, then they go all right great we'll repulse or lift
0: you down and if you are some security risk they just shoot you back out the top of the hole Yeah, float you back up the thing i love about this because i like that that's a fun star wars security system what i love is the part when when fucking aura Singh jumps in and in her head she's like i'm a badass so i could probably do a couple of cool flips or whatever while i'm floating down
1: god damn it aura <laughs> Singh! in her mind the ultra badass at all times is like you know when i jump down here I can make it look real cool, but I don't want to put on a show for these guys. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stand still, even though I could do a triple-double flip
0: around. I could do a wicked ninja kata maneuver, but I'm not going to because I'm wearing the wrong shoes. I don't want these people (laughs) to see it. They're not worth it. What the fuck is that? Why did she need to stop while floating down and have a mental thing about how she could totally do a flip, you guys? A forward flip, even. The hardest kind of flip god damn it everyone can do a fucking flip when you're in that willy wonka burp chamber that's the whole point you're floating
1: yeah no one's impressed like oh i could be so acrobatic like anyone could who gives
0: a shit you're floating (laughs) grandpa joe can do a front flip (laughs) while he's floating (laughs) he can fly south for the winter charlie (laughs) okay when, when she lands oh we get a description about how the what the bars like obviously you're allowed to bring anything including nuclear weapons in here if you want yeah it's not the having the weapons that'll get you in trouble but if you
1: use one oh that's when the best security team in all of the galaxy will descend upon you because every single place we've ever seen in this book has the best security team in the galaxy
0: yes of course every <laughs> this whole yeah so far this everything in the book has been the best everything in the book uh but You know, you can tell the security team's the best in the galaxy because she manages to bribe the head bouncer immediately on landing with 100 credits. Now, go buy yourself 25 fake police IDs, buddy. You earned it.
1: This is the worst thing for me (laughs) because it's absolutely pointless because as she's floating down and she gets down to the bottom, she's like, yeah, I've got the credit from Vader. Like in the system, it shows that I am here on official Vader business no one is going to stop me they are terrified gets to the bouncer and is like but i'm gonna give this guy a hundred credits why (laughs) he was like in the process of letting you in and you're like here's a hundred just for i don't know i've got money on me at the moment just for
0: being you pal and she, it she was, never hurts to get in yeah. good with the bouncer yeah always good to be in with the lead bouncer why what are they going to do to you and don't you think that if they're the best security team at the best sleazy bar in the galaxy the price is going to be above 100
1: oh yeah and you you'd think you give them 100 i'm like well, now you're suspicious.
0: Yeah, because th- you're like, here's a hundred. I'm definitely making trouble while I'm here. <laughs> That's a skinflint move to pull on this guy. You really want it, this is like walking up to a real life bouncer in front of like one of those Salt Bay restaurants and being like, hey, I think my name's on the list. It's George Washington and his friend, another George Washington. Ugh. <laughs> uh,
1: just sad. <laughs> just sad.
0: <laughs> Go buy yourself a $2 police badge.
1: I mean, I think a hundred is still a fine amount to give, but it's another one of those things where you're like, ah, yes, we are trying to show that Aura Singh is a badass because she can get past a bouncer, except she was already getting past the bouncer. This was superfluous.
0: Much like how she's a badass because she could have done some flips.
1: Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) this whole book is, you know, Aura Singh could have been a real badass, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I had written her that way. <laughs> yeah, but everyone was looking. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do it when you're looking at me.
0: Anyway, it's established that the bar is built for all kinds of aliens, so it has all kinds of lighting conditions, several of which can be toxic or even permanently dangerous if you uh, if you spend them in the r- too much time in them and you're the wrong thing. Well, yeah, because it's got
1: uh, competing bands with their own light shows going on, and mm-hmm. it's everything, including, like, ultraviolet, infrared. All of the lights are going all the time, and the bands are like on either side of the bar just trying to out noise the other one
0: yes now the the bar itself is organized by color there's different little bars throughout it that are like various rooms and she is heading to a specific one i forget the full title but it's the red one
1: yeah it's uh red rum it's red rum yeah
0: it's got it's got a red rum reference in it yay good job you went to the murder one Mm Mm-hmm. uh she ends up in the red bar where in amani bartender is more or less the only other thing in there crimson red rum why wouldn't it be yes crimson red rum that's the one and the next one over the one that she gets directed to towards the end of this chapter is green dystopia yeah so we just gotta remember that that's the next one great but anyway in crimson red rum she gets to a bartender uh, i'm sorry pub tender we gotta change it for star wars yeah uh pub tender who is an amani uh canny star wars experts will know what that is but in case it might be someone's bonus content topic ah! this week, I might leave it alone. Yeah. And if you want to find out what that is, then all you have to do is go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash System and support us at the $2 level, and then the secret of the Amani is yours. Yeah. Now, r- unrelated to that, let me tell you about Darth Bane. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please do launch into a long story. <laughs> tell me everything you know about Darth Bane. Ah, uh, because I'm on my way to see her. <laughs> Ooh, progressive! Uh? A song where Darth Bane is a
1: woman? Huh? Maybe just a slob like one of us. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so <laughs> all right.
1: So this pub tender is just like for some reason little. He he reads as sort of gorilla-ish to me. Yeah, because it's like oh, he's. Mostly just sort of, like, standing on his front arms, mm-hmm. like, he's got three big knuckle fingers, and he's like, hey, what can I get for you? I'm real slow and here. I got a deep
0: voice, and I'm like, hey. Little glowing red eyes and so on. And my whole thing, they keep describing him as having to, like, shove himself upwards to get up above the bar where he can see her and so on, and I'm like, the only Amani I've ever heard of was, like, ten feet tall. So what are we, what are we doing here? Why is this a little one? You Um, know,
1: maybe he's just like a little guy. Maybe it's his birthday. (laughs) Don't hurt him. The amount of times that I will make a reference to that. I have no idea what that is.
0: (laughs) That's okay. You don't need to. Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she... She needs to establish herself as super cool. And one thing we know about Michael Reeves compared to a lot of other Star Wars novel writers we've read is that he has voluntarily done the research because she orders Maren Zane Gold on the rocks. And uh, again, sharp listeners will remember that we've mentioned Maren Zane Gold before. That's like right. Like 14 books ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. But that was Labria's favorite drink, the one he was absolutely obsessed with, All well, Labria to his friends, but his real name was Cardu Simaloc, uh, and he was the Deveronian that they had in the uh, Mos Eisley Cantina. Yeah. You know, Tatooine's worst spy. He was obsessed with that stuff, and uh, he wouldn't say it by name because Wooher only had fake Maranzane gold, so we called it the yellow stuff in the bottle.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mm. but
0: she's a real badass with real clout from darth vader himself so she just orders Marinzane gold on the rocks right now buster hey what kind of rocks you <laughs> want stupid joke we got all kinds of rocks we from got regular silicates, silicates?
1: <laughs> to uh non-ferrous metals i don't know we probably got schist we got some uh igneous <laughs> but, but i mean honestly metamorphic- The fact that she's like, no, I'll just have frozen water. I'm like, well, that's probably the high-end version of that.
0: Well, we're on Coruscant, not Tatooine. Eh. So water's probably not as rare here. So, Eh. yeah.
1: But, you know, rocks. You could use those over and over again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those
0: whiskey rocks. They do make those. those Yeah, yeah, you can put them in the freezer, but they don't work that well because rocks don't hold their cold all that much. Well, I mean, it's... It's not an actual,
1: just like a rock. There's stuff. Oh yeah, it's, whatever. It's a, it. it's
0: a different thing. Okay. I didn't it's know. It's a whole thing. I was kind of figured it was just a smoothly polished food grade stone. Ugh. It was okay to put it in, but really you should be using it to make soups. It's true. Cause rocks hold their heat better than they hold cold. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but he's like, Ooh, that's expensive. He literally just says the word expensive when she orders. He, Cause the first thing he says when she walks up is you look like scum. He's like, he says you're a hard, a hard case. A hard case. And I'm like, don't fucking try to take what Neuromancer has. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, uh, you look like a hard case. And she's like, oh, don't I look all meek and fluffy to you? I'm actually a total badass. Let me list my fucking attributes again. Um, but also, I'd have a glass of miranzain gold rocks, expensive. Okay, fine. Here's the cre- here's the, the chip. here's a credit chip from like basically
1: my expense account with the empire. And he's like, ah, I want money.
0: I want cash, not Vader dollars. <laughs> I don't want Vader fun bucks. You can only spend those at Vader stores.
1: (laughs) And the only thing they have in the Vader stores are just little hatred
0: buttons. And walls of Funko Pops. Not even related to Darth Vader. Just so many of them. And like half of them are just characters from like the third season of Community that no one remembers. It's just a dude in a flannel. What the fuck is that, Funko Pop? How am I supposed to know what this is?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she's like, oh, well. For drinks, I use credit. And for food, I use credit. Information, I pay cash.
0: Yeah, then she displays that she has a bag full of cash as well. She's like, check it out. I got a big ass bag of money. And his eyes, Amani have famously tiny eyes, go super wide anyway. And <laughs> they dollars, go
1: almost as big
0: as her eyes. And then dollar signs burst out of them like a, like a Tex Avery wolf heart. There was a ka noise and he went, Ooh! <laughs> And then mr krabs came cramering through the wall <laughs> ah money 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 <laughs> kramered off my toilet and busted it up <laughs> real bad uh, that all happened all of those things are canon
1: <laughs> but yeah the uh the pub tender's like oh you probably shouldn't flash that around that's a, a shitload of money to have in a place like this And
0: she's like yeah don't you worry about me i'm a badass special agent who could totally do a flip <laughs>
1: I'm super cool and badass.
0: <laughs> I do like the part where he asks her, like, what she's doing here. And she's like, I'm here to get information. I'm working for Darth Vader. And he's like, ah, stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> and she's Sure you are. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm glad you think it's funny because I think it's hilarious too. <laughs> but he, she wants to know where Jax Pavan is.
1: Yeah. And apparently, a thing about Amani is that they have great memories. Mm-hmm. Why not? So... She was like, yeah, I know that, you
0: know, you people have good memories. And he's like, we do. I have a great memory. And honestly, I would like some of that money, but I have never seen that guy.
1: Yeah, I would love to get a hold of some of your cash. No idea who that is, though. Yeah. You can try the other Amani
0: that's here over in Green Dystopia. Mm-hmm. Check, that, check with my friend in the next bar over. And she's like, I don't want to do that. Can't you just remember things you don't know? <laughs> no, <laughs> Yeah, I'll get right on that. No, I can't. I really want some of that money, but I can't. I mean, I could
1: just lie to you, but you're so very clearly a badass. Yeah,
0: I don't want to mess with someone as hard casey as you. Eh? I You seem like the type who could do a flip, maybe. You might, like, do something. I mean, let's be fair. It is the Clone Wars prequel era, and doing flips was the height of, of puissance at the time. If you could do some fucking flips... That's you're, a cool trick. You are the best Jedi. <laughs> yeah, that's basically vertical spinning. It's the coolest trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yoda did a million flips so there's no one stronger yeah the amount of flips you can do is how powerful you are <laughs> That's, that was the strength measurement of, it was midichlorians and flips yeah chocolate covered pretzels and
1: midichlorians
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah she's like fine i guess i'll walk over to green dystopia by the way the whole time we're doing this we keep getting descriptions of how the Two competing bands aren't trying to be good; they're trying to be noisy.
1: Yeah, it's just two loud bands. Mm-hmm. And but she
0: can hear the Imani because each bar has a little silence bubble, yeah, a hypersonic bubble around each bar that stops all the sound from the, most of the sound from the the uh, bands. Yeah, you can still hear them, but it's not like oh, I'm deafened. I do find it funny that, that she was able to go right up to a bar and get the bartender's attention and like it's like the most important bar in Coruscant for lowlifes or something and it's fucking empty? What are you talking about? Well, I mean I don't She think... did give the bouncer a hundred credits. I was gonna and...
1: say the thing for me is I don't know that this is
0: particularly the most important bar. it could be. it might even be it's a specific bar for badasses. Maybe there's a sign out front that's like, you must be able to do this many flips to enter. <laughs> <laughs> This is a three-flip minimum. Picture a Yoda doing a flip or
1: right <laughs>
0: It's got three Yodas stacked. <laughs> Cartoon Yodas. All of them flipping. This many flips you must do. Wow. <laughs> uh. Be like Yoda. Get into Crimson Red Rum. I was always in there getting my drink on.
1: Uh, this, oh, that reminds me. The name of the bar is a pun because you see in uh, Nemoidian because it's a Nemoidian bar, owned bar mm-hmm. the name of it is the dive because you see you have to dive into a hole and it's a dive bar do you get it the pun
0: yeah i guess i do although now i'm trying to picture a nymoidian saying kora kek and it's coming out all racist fucking nemoidians <laughs> fucking nemoidians they're so racist <laughs> yes i'm nemoidian <laughs> yellow peril squid-eyed weirdos fuckers yeah not good not not my favorite uh but so she's like fine i guess i'll walk over to green dystopia and she gets up to make her exit and that's when she meets the the rapist three <laughs> she meets the Ponda baba for a younger generation <laughs> well this is 30 years before yeah so this is the original Ponda baba yeah would make it for the older generation
1: well i mean they're younger than yeah. they would be when Ponda baba happened <laughs> Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but during the Pondibaba generation, they'd be the old farts. Exactly. So a younger generation.
0: <laughs> Fine. Whatever. So she runs into three dudes who are clearly there to score with her, whether she wants to or not. Yeah, we get a Zabrak, a Shistavenin, and an Utai. Utai. An Utai. And the Utai guy immediately steals all of her materia. <laughs> what a bastard. <laughs> uh, but... They don't get names or nothing. They're just so Zabrak they're
1: just, is sort of in charge.
0: Yeah, he's kind of the one, which is funny because they follow the rules of what you do when you're going to kill three guys, which is you kill two of them and then decide there's been enough killing when you get to the one in charge.
1: Well, I mean, she cuts his arm off. She
0: Ponda Babas him yes. and then kills the other two. She just murders the other two instantly. And all they do is go like, oh, you cut our friend's arm off. Well, and, no, they, <laughs> they, lunge her. Her yeah, they, vibro- they lunge at her. Run at her with vibroblades. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, fine. There's a fight. Yes, But so basically she's trying to get her way past them. They look like three total hulking drunks and she tries to scoot past them, but they stay in her way. And then finally they turn around and notice her and they're like, Oh, a sexy girl. And I'm like, are hey. you guys are sure? Cause I've, I've seen aura sing and I mean, I'm not saying and she just doesn't dress for sexiness. She dresses for uh conveying that she looks like a, a teppanyaki bar. Huh?
1: Yeah. But they're like, Hey, pretty lady. I ain't seen you around here. You want to go on a date? And, you know, to her credit, she's just like, all right, don't kill people. Just be cool. And she's like, please get your hand off me. I'm going to a different
0: place. Please excuse me. I am not thirsty. I do not require your attention. Leave me be. And she actually gives them like three strikes.
1: Yeah. She's like, all right. You touch me. That's the second one. Mm -hmm. Don't do it again. Does it again. He's like,
0: all right. How about giving me a kiss? We aren't going anywhere until you give us some nice. (laughs) Take your hand off me or
1: you will lose it. Mm -hmm. And then he's like hey, and gets real close and stanky at her.
0: She's like, all right, here we go. Yeah, there's a part where she drizzles him down with one of those insults that would never work. One of them troper tail tailed great insults where, she, where he's like, what? what? What don't you like about me? And she's like, well, I don't like your size, your height, your odor, your smell, your appearance, your attitude, your drunkenness. And he's just like, at a certain point, he'd be like, shut up. But You're he like, doesn't. He just... Ah, uh, <laughs> you, well, you stink. And all three of you have distinctive smells. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, then she cuts his arm off, uh, and then now realizing she has a lightsaber, uh, sort of, because she keeps turning it off between swings. Yeah. As far as, you know, the book
1: is like, as far as anyone else knew, there was just sort of a blur of motion, and then this dude didn't have an arm
0: anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then the other two lunge at her, and she cuts the the werewolf guy, just to Venon's head off, and cuts the utai neatly in half vertically. Does that great. You're still alive before you realize you've been cut in half Then, mm-hmm. Which would work a lot more. It makes more sense when you're using one of them super katanas than when you're using a big old energy field that cauterizes you as it goes. Oh, yeah. It turns you into two half guys. No, because when you're doing something, and you're like, this
1: is my monofilament blade. You're like, yeah, sure. It's so thin and neat when it cuts you in half that it's basically the like water tension in you keeps you together.
0: Yeah, But with this, you're like, dude, there is like a fist-sized hole in between your two halves. Yeah, you used a fucking light beam that's coherent energy the size of a D-cell battery.
1: You are not (laughs) going to be able to do a split Thing where he's like oh and then a red line appears and he falls in two
0: like i'm pretty sure they did a bunch of that red line falls in two stuff in that that star wars anime thing that, that visions that happened a few months ago on disney plus never watched but then it. again everyone had star katanas in that they all had light katanas uh, star katanas they all had light katanas that was the, the the obvious hot new thing to do so i would say about half of that was really good Man. The other the other half fell into that anime thing where they would stand around explaining their fucking backstories for twenty minutes and then have one twenty second fight and then they'd be done. Great. Yeah. But other th- like a they, Tarantino film. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> a lot of it was very Tarantino-y. Uh but anyway, yeah, um after she murders all of them, you know, she looks around real quick. She's cut a dude in half, she's cut a guy's head off. She gives some quick advice to the surviving Zabrak who still has a cauterized arm stump, and he's like she tells him like, Hey, you're gonna go to shock in a minute and you're gonna want to drink uh, Go do all of those things somewhere else. Yeah, go
1: go self-anesthetize yourself somewhere that
0: isn't here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then she goes off to, again, tip that bartender guy so that nothing happened, even though, as far as I can tell, killing dudes who attack you in this bar is fine. I think she just doesn't want to leave a trail. Well,
1: no, the thing we first hear about this bar is you can have weapons, but don't use them or else the crack ex-clone trooper squad will come get you so she's like hey i don't want to deal with your guards i also don't want to deal with police questions yeah nothing that happened here was me
0: and the guy's like like, what, what what what, what happened here what are you talking about nothing nothing happened here. yeah after all you just gave me enough to buy five fake police badges (laughs) wow like 20 credits that's garbage (laughs) 25 credits (laughs) if i get enough of these police badges maybe i'll be able to do a flip that's it that's the that's the
1: measure i gotta counterweight myself with police <laughs> badges and then
0: <laughs> and yeah he pretty much just like yeah what what happened what are you talking about and she's like good and then i think that's the end of this chapter yeah. it just ends there she's just like great and now
1: to go to the green dystopia end of chapter
0: yeah that's right we don't actually get to the green dystopia uh, that's such a shame what a, what a tease i was so excited about the green dystopia
1: yeah i wanted like the purple happenstance
0: and <laughs> <laughs> the blue barracudas
1: the golden shine
0: <laughs> lots of red balloons oh wait no crimson red rub is already taken Aww. dang i guess that's to be hearts and stars and clovers <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's what happens or is saying i mean once again we have established that yes yeah, she can dispatch drunken idiots yep
1: the one time where we see her fight and win it is three people that she describes as about to pass out because they're so drunk
0: yeah yeah so wild she certainly is a badass
1: what a badass you surprise attacked three drunk guys
0: <laughs> if she had just done a couple of her defense display flips they would be like oh no never mind oh whoa we don't want any of this 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 one can do flips
1: yeah flips is like bright colors in the star
0: wars universe <laughs> Flating your throat pouch oop that one's dangerous or trying to mate i'm not sure Uh, wait what is your species i don't know and no one else does either well then what does inflating your throat pouch mean uh that my throat pouch was uninflated quit (laughs) asking questions
1: that i want a bigger throat pouch
0: (laughs) we must increase our throat pouch All right, that's all. that's we'll, it We'll see you over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash systemmastery for yet more exciting Star Wars content when we do our bonus content where we find fun stories on Wikipedia and tell them to each other and to you. It's mm-hmm. a good time. I, I bet you're gonna be real excited to come on down and visit us. And if you're not, you should be.
1: That's right. It's uh it's a real good deal. It gives you a bunch of content, Tons. not only for this show, but also at this level, you unlock the stuff for System Mastery. There's a ton of stuff we put out, and it supports the show. it helps us keep doing our stuff, so that way you know Jeff can feed his child and I can feed my growing gambling
0: addiction. <laughs> <laughs> John just can't stop it with the most boring possible gambling things. He plays so much keno. <laughs> I can't play so many gotcha games. <laughs>
1: I just need that SSR quality five star super rare.
0: Yeah, how are you gonna? How else you gonna get jacked with Christmas hat?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get jacked with Christmas hat if you know what I mean. <laughs> no. I'm gonna go out into the woods and get jacked <laughs> with Christmas hat.
0: Uh, Titus, what was it like growing up with your dad's name being a turn for doing it in the woods by yourself? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he just uh. does
0: that weird laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, thanks for listening. I've been. <laughs> I've been Elan Sleece And I can
1: do at least three flips.